Hi there, beautiful beings. Welcome back to the Starseed Network podcast. I'm your host and personal spirit guide, Saula Ilona Vaida, bringing you with me on this journey of expanding consciousness, exploring our spiritual and human experience on earth, and the ascension process that we're collectively moving through. So yeah, (laughs) blessings to all of you on this beautiful day. It is the first day of Pisces season when I'm recording this and I feel urged (laughs) I feel anxious no oh my gosh I feel urged to really dive into sharing what has been downloading and processing through for me in this present moment especially around the topic of denial delusion deflection All these things that start with a D, um, how we lie to ourselves, how we deflect responsibility and just different things that I've been processing and truths I've been coming into as I'm reflecting on all of this and a lot of things are just coming becoming really clear. Also, I was listening to Teal Swan videos about denial and delusion and deflection and I think it's really interesting to talk about, especially as we're moving into Pisces season, where Pisces season can be a lot about delusion, like being delusional. This is kind of something of a trend that we see on social media a lot, especially when it comes to like manifestation and law of attraction, people saying, be delusional, like I'm delusional and this works for me. Um, so I'm just gonna dive into a little bit of that today, kind of unpacking these things, what I've been personally processing, what's kind of coming through around this topic. And I've been called to speak on this for a little while because I've been in my own personal form of denial, delusion, and deflection that is really becoming very clear to me as I'm purging and releasing specific things, especially with this Pisces new moon, which has been very revealing and very a cycle of completion, it feels like, and a cycle of things that... You know, Pisces is can, is very ethereal and can be very connected to that place of illusions or delusions. But also, this Pisces represents the twelfth house, and it it represents that you know the place that we go into our subconscious mind where truth and deception exist, but also coexist and also create our reality. So. Any single belief, thought, idea, self-concept you have can be the product of illusion or delusion, but within the subconscious mind, within this realm of the 12th house, this magical, mystical energy, everything is truth, everything is real, everything exists. So even from whatever you're offering it, it's going to create a positive exponential of that energy. You know what I mean? So whether it be fear, it's going to create an exponential amount of fear. Whether it be joy, it's going to create an exponential amount of joy. Whether it's, you know, fulfillment, it's going to create that. But it doesn't have a distinction between positive or negative the way that we may be conscious polarity-based three-dimensional humans have more of. Um, But of course, we're not three-dimensional anymore. We're all multi-dimensional. And if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably very (laughs) multi-dimensional. So thank you so much for listening. We're going to dive in. And if you resonate with this episode, please feel free to share, like, subscribe, post it on Instagram, share it with a friend, anyone who you feel might resonate. And let's dive in. Much love. Thank you for being here. 
All right. So I'm really excited to talk about this today. I don't know why. I think because I'm experiencing a huge liberation of energy right now as I'm having to really let go of things that I have been holding on to for a very long time. And I think the biggest thing that has come struck me like this lightning bolt of realization like very recently is about the fact of how much deflection we create in our everyday life, how much we don't take responsibility for our lives, especially from with myself. So I had this big realization. I was like, all of these situations that I've put myself in, all of these situations that I've allowed myself to stay in, even when I knew and I felt that my inner child was uncomfortable or that my inner child was unsafe or that I was receiving downloads, receiving messages, receiving intuitive guidance from different aspects of myself guiding me out and through a particular situation, the resistance that I held was within my self-concept of denial, within a deep-held concept of shame and guilt and expectation around a certain scenario. So even in situations where certain childhood traumas are being replayed over and over again, it was like being right back in that triggered place of being a child, but also not being able to see a way out through my adult self lens, through the fact that I literally am an adult and I have free will and sovereignty to choose what situations I want to be in. And the fact that I wasn't able to step up in that way for myself, for my inner child, and make those clear choices and boundaries created such an environment of internal, you know, lack of trust and lack of safety because I wasn't holding myself to my own internal choices and standards that I felt and knew were in my greatest and highest good. So I don't know how many of, a, of you guys can relate with this because I feel like it's something very common. We can get triggered. And when we're in that triggered place, it's like everything shrinks down to zero. We fe can feel like we shrink and we give our power away to a certain situation or a certain individual or scenario. And we allow ourselves to feel powerless and we, become a we can become addicted to feeling powerless. We can become addicted to the victim narrative and victimizing ourselves and not taking responsibility for ourselves because it gives us some sort of satisfaction to feel like the victim or not in control of a situation or a dynamic or something that we allow and consciously make a choice to engage with every day. So this is something I've really had to come to terms with now in the past hour. And even something as simple as, you know, when I spent, you know, six months living in a van, which was like an amazing experience. And I'm so grateful. But there were aspects of it for my inner child that were really unsafe and didn't enjoy it and didn't want to be in that situation. And it took me a really long time where I went through a phase of feeling so much in my wounded inner child energy that I didn't see a way out of the situation. I didn't, I felt powerless to the situation and I didn't see a way for myself to change it. And, but in the real sense of it, when I zoom back out of that triggered frozen state, because I, my, you know, nervous system flight or flight responses usually freeze. When I zoom back out of that, state and see it from the perspective of my adult self, my 
adult self who can take responsibility for myself and my situations, I would see that no one was forcing me to stay in that situation. There, I had absolute sovereignty and free will and divine powerful creatorship in every moment to take myself out of that situation and put myself into a different one. And we forget this a lot of the time. We forget how much power we truly do hold, especially when we hand it and give it away to a certain individual or a relationship or a situation. This is where denial can come in. And <laughs> denial is a river in Egypt. There's like this trending TikTok sound that says that. But the thing, the biggest, most insidious thing about denial is that it creates this massive resistance and feeling of powerlessness in our life because when we don't face the reality of the situation, when we're not able to actually look at what truly is happening and what we're truly feeling and how it truly is unsafe and feeling that unsafety would feels too treacherous for us because remember we cope our we cope with difficult scenarios by avoiding pain a lot of the times. And at least for myself, and I'm sure a lot of people can relate to this, is that we don't want to feel the pain. We don't want to face the pain of a, part of a particular situation and scenario. So in this energy of deflection and denial, we are not able to acknowledge the true source of this pain in order to change it. So if we keep ourselves in a certain scenario where we're in denial or we're in delusion or we're really hoping something can be a certain way or we're hoping someone can change or we're hoping that, you know, something magical is going to come out, fall out of the sky to save us. Like, I know I fall into that trope so many times, that trope of being like a princess in a tower waiting for your prince to come rescue you. This is something that, this is a really insidious, dangerous program to be giving to people and to young women this feeling of powerlessness, that life has put you in this tower, in this scenario, and that you don't have the power yourself to move yourself out of it. Because the thing is, we have to actually come face to face with how much pain we're in, how uncomfortable it is, and make a choice from that place. And the craziest thing for me is that even sometimes when I do feel how much pain it is, when I am aware of the detrimental effects it something is creating on my mind and my body and my spirit and my energy, there's a part of me that will choose to soldier through for the sake of guilt and shame, for the sake of upholding appearances, for the sake of upholding my self-concept, for the sake of people pleasing, pleasing someone else, what someone else needs and someone, what someone else wants and someone else desires in order to co compensate for not taking care of myself. <laughs> I'm just going to let this <laughs> sink in because I feel like this is for, this is not just for me that this is coming through, but wow. Okay. <laughs> So when we're in denial within a situation, when we're in denial of what we're feeling or we're aware of how shitty it feels, but we're choosing to ignore it, which also is denial, um, it's a very, we can get very defensive about 
our triggers. We can get so defensive about what we're trying to defend within ourselves because we're so afraid of admitting to the truth of the situation. And when we admit to the truth of the situation, even when that happens, and this is from, from my own process as well, there's this desire, this tempting little tendency to, even when we do realize the situation is abusive or negative or not safe or destructive to still hold out and endure for the sake of of upholding something, upholding an idea, an illusion, a fantasy of something and being so committed to that fantasy that you can't actually see the reality of what is hurting you. So this is where the delusional stuff can kind of come in. And it's one thing to be delusional about you know, for positive things, for the purpose of manifestation, and it works. And I'm not going to tell anyone to stop being delusional consciously. You can choose to be consciously delusional about certain things that you do really want to manifest into your life through the law of assumption, whatever it may be. But when you're, it's such a fine line because you can really get yourself into a situation of abuse, of neglect, of self-abandonment because you're so committed to a fantasy of something or someone that you're completely deluded and in denial about the actual reality of what's happening. So very, very common example of this would be someone who is in a relationship where the other one of the partners is physically, mentally, psychologically, emotionally abusive in some way. And holding out for the hope that this person will change or all, all my girlies on TikTok with all of these TikTok tarot love readings. And I fully admit I do this too, where, you know, someone maybe is in a no contact situation with you. Someone has been clear about not wanting to have you in their life. And then you go onto TikTok and you seek out through the for you page and your algorithm discerning that you are probably a woman between the age of 16 and 21 who is experiencing some sort of love thing (laughs) and they will target you to readings that will feed your delusions literally feed your delusions saying oh this person's coming back this person still loves you this person's still thinking about you when in reality the situation could very well be that this is a toxic or abusive scenario that you are being guided to to leave through your emotion, through through following the sensations of your emotions and your body, but you're allowing your mind and your self-concept to continue to be validated by some external source giving you false information or false hope that ultimately is feeding delusions and feeding a potentially damaging or dangerous situation. This is also something I see a lot in the twin flame community, the twin flame rhetoric. And I'm not going to pretend like I know shit about anything. I don't know anything about twin flames. I'm not an expert. I don't know if I have a twin. I'm not going to speak as if I, as if I know what the actual full-blown truth and reality is. And honestly, who does? (laughs) Who who actually knows? But I will say that a lot of the things that I see on social media around twin flames is extremely toxic and damaging and feeding negative delusions. And really, for the people who are maybe a little bit already mentally, like having 
struggles and to continue to feed a dangerous rhetoric like this it is super scary and I, th- I feel the need to talk about this every time that we see these little you know twin flame readings like oh the masculine is awakening they're realizing that they love the feminine the, they're coming towards you soon expect this contact to come out like or people are like oh he's he's the runner I'm the chaser this is the twin flame dynamic thing. You know, he's my twin flame. He's just running from me. But like, girl, how long are you going to keep holding on to something that is damaging, something that is keeping you from being able to move forward in a healthy way, keeping you from being able to actually let go and do your own inner work to keep you chained to a toxic narrative of something that is not in your life for a reason. Like if you really are in tune with your universe and your spirit guides, there comes a certain point where things that are not in alignment anymore, they have to be removed. And if you can't let go of that, if you have to keep clinging onto it or chasing it or think it's running from you, then it's not meant for you. I think this is very very simple as well to understand. Like we always say the affirmation, I don't chase, I attract. What's meant for me will find me. If something is being removed from your life, please trust that it's being removed for the right reasons and don't go chasing after it. It's so easy because our minds like to control things. Our minds like to have an answer. Our minds can get so attached to the idea of someone, to the idea of this person is the love of my life. This is this is it for me. I'm going to do anything it takes to make this work. But what really is happening is that you create the grounds and you create you the space and the fertile grounds for potential abuse and control and manipulation from both sides because the person who is quote-unquote the chaser in this dynamic as well they're not giving the other person free will to make choices about not being in a relationship with them as well like people are allowed to take that space and when another person isn't allowing that or holding on so tightly to the to a specific idea of something it doesn't allow for the real natural space and healing to occur that may need to occur so i just want to say that as well about this whole kind of rhetoric and delusional energy we can play into with all of this so when another thing that that I kind of notice a lot and that I, I've really come face to face with as well is how often we uh, we just want to live in avoidance of what really is going on underneath and we can get so attached to the things that make us feel good in a temporary sense so coping mechanisms things like that and when we get so attached to them we aren't able to to truly allow ourselves to feel what needs to be felt underneath and we can get so addicted to the dopamine the instant gratification the distraction and lose out on our whole sense of opportunity to really get to the bottom of something and this is why and how we can feel stuck for a large amount of time i guarantee that if you feel stuck in your life in some sense it's because there is a massive truth that you're not able to come to terms with and actively change so this can be really hard to to face and i know because i've i've been in a journey of this for like the past 
five months, not gonna lie. It's taken me to fully realize, enact, and follow through with specific truths that have been clear for a long time as well, that have been non-negotiably clear and apparent that I simply haven't been able to act upon because I wasn't ready. So we have to also hold so much compassion for ourselves as we're in this process of unraveling our own dishonesty, our own lack of authenticity with ourselves, and knowing that we create these coping mechanisms, we create the, create these escapisms through relationships, through addictions, through distractions, because truly in that moment, we need that. In that moment, we're not ready. We're not able to face it. And the reason why these, you know, coping addic- um, mechanisms and addictions can start to happen from early childhood is because we we fragment and we compartmentalize in the face of massive trauma. And then we need something to deflect from that trauma. We need something to distract from that trauma that is continuously looping in our lives because emotionally a part of us is still present there. Emotionally a part of us still is still living in that moment like 15 years ago when that thing happened and they can't find a way out because they truly are in a sense of powerlessness. They're a child. But you, you who listening to this, you are a conscious adult at this point and you have the power and the sovereignty to go and change this scenario, to work with the pain. Like you, we can't change the past, but we can work with it on a quantum level to integrate the pain of that into our heart space. And from that place, we get a new sense of freedom and new sense of space because we're no longer vibrating and attracting that scenario and that frequency into our lives. A lot of the energy this year in 2023 has been about having to come to terms with harsh truths, having to face all all of the denial, all of the delusion, all of the dishonesty is being stripped away. And we have to face ourselves in our actions, in our intentions, in how we have chosen day in and out, day in and day out to engage with our lives, engage with the present moment from our unconscious patterns, from our conscious patterns, and especially taking responsibility for that, especially for myself, like, oh my gosh, I have a huge amount of work to do with this and a huge amount of responsibility to be taking with myself at this time, (laughs) which I am only beginning to process. And that's why, you know, wherever you are on this journey, it's always a freaking journey. But I will say, I will say that this is the path to authenticity. It's so easy for us to lie to ourselves and to delude ourselves. And being authentic and truly living in your heart space means coming to terms with those parts of you that sometimes are buried so deeply in deflection and delusion and making it about someone else, playing the victim in the scenario. But at the end of the day, like we have to take responsibility and sovereignty for our lives and the situations that we continuously create. And through empowering ourselves and realizing that we're not the victim, no one is. We make choices and we do actions and we say words, whether they be intentional or unintentional, they create a ripple of vibration in the world. So 
when we make the unconscious conscious and we become aware of all the icky, sticky, gooey, ugly feelings and things (laughs) within ourselves and we consciously work with them and bring them into loving awareness, then we no longer need to keep them ruling our lives. It's, It's been a big journey for me this year, especially like having to, you know, keep feel like I'm keep replaying these old patterns over and over again until the moment when I'm ready to break out of them and break out of this holding pattern in a sense and face truth and face reality. And the the biggest thing is that once you have once you have it, once you have the truth, just be grateful for it and don't beat yourself up for maybe how long it took to get there or maybe the process that you had to go through to get there because all of it is beautiful and all of it is perfect. And when we actually start to be honest with ourselves about everything and take responsibility for everything and drop our swords and drop our deflections, that's when we get to come deeper into our heart space and into our authenticity and be more authentic humans and kind of strip away our self-concept in order to rebuild it. So as you're going down this journey of healing, and I want to just applaud you for wherever you are in your healing journey, because even just being here and listening to this, even just allowing yourself the openness to realize and to connect and to maybe reflect on where your own dishonesty has been in your life and in your heart, from this place, you transform yourself, you get to really change and you get to really become a new a new level of realness for yourself and for your life and becoming a new level of beacon and inspiration for others. Because everyone wants to be authentic. <laughs> like, I don't think anyone wants to be lying to themselves. I don't think anyone wants to be in denial. I think we would all just be happier living an authentic life and being real with ourselves and our emotions and our boundaries. And when one person can start to do that from a real and honest place, then more people can feel safe to do that as well. And also a big thing that came to me is that any feeling of unsafety that we're harboring within ourselves, within a relationship, within a situation is because we're not listening to that inner voice inside that is telling us what to do, that is telling us what truly is right. When So for me, this feeling of unsafety and lack of self-trust was created because I wasn't taking actions on things that I knew were in my greatest and highest good because I was consciously making choices that were going against what my parts needed and what I knew my parts needed. And I just didn't have the strength and I didn't have the courage and I didn't have the willpower to be able to step out of the situation and look at it from an outside perspective and really free myself. And my parts were suffering and they felt this lack of safety and this lack of containment and this lack of connection from myself and this lack of prioritizing of myself and my needs and and from that place it creates this environment of distrust because if your inner child is telling you hey I'm not happy here I need you to change this for me and you're not doing it then of course that creates a sense of distrust and unsafety and leads to coping mechanism 
and leads to turning towards toxic substances or foods or relationships to self-soothe for a temporary amount of time while they actually are creating more damage in the long run. So being honest with ourselves at the end of the day, as much as it is painful, as much as it is uncomfortable, is the most worthwhile thing we can do because carrying dishonesty is a dense frequency as well. It it can block things off. Like we don't want to go near the dishonesty, so we just avoid everything altogether. And we just, sometimes we just don't want to go near the pain, so we avoid even living because we're afraid of getting hurt. Anyways, I am sending you all so much love. I really hope this was healing and activating in some way. If you would like to work together in one-to-one individual spiritual guidance, quantum healing sessions, where we dive into all of these deep aspects and parts and work with them and hold space with them, that is available through the link in my bio. I am also hosting a intuitive activation workshop on February 28th at 6 p.m. live on Zoom. You can purchase tickets to that event through my website. And if you would are interested, but you would like to not attend live, you can receive a recording. It's going to be all about becoming a divine channel, how to open and access your own channeling abilities, how to connect to your intuition, and also how to connect with the tarot in a way of using it for self-reflection and self-improvement and self-awareness and just kind of learning about this mystical little world of the tarot (laughs) sending you so much love thank you for listening don't forget to subscribe and share if you resonate check us out on instagram at the starseed network and have a beautiful day much love Your existence.